When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Imagine for a moment being so afraid for your life that you go into your house and you lock the door behind you out of fear. That's actually not so hard to imagine, is it? Because that's the life that we're living right now. You know, we read this uh, appointed scripture passage every year on the Sunday after Easter. In fact, Christians all over the world are going to be reading this particular passage from John's Gospel today. And every time I read this passage, I feel sad for the disciples having to shut themselves up in, in this house out of fear for, for what's out there in the world that's going to bring them harm. But look at us. This is who we are right now in the world. We're shut up in our own homes, and, and we're afraid of, of what's out there, how that might bring us harm. You know, every year uh, when I read this passage on the Sunday after Easter, I, I automatically gravitate toward the, the character of Thomas. I usually preach about Thomas. But this year is different. This year I have found myself uh, uh, jumping off the page at me, uh, the disciples, the other disciples, the people aside from Thomas and their story, how they are fear fearful, how they're shut in into this room, and how what they're experiencing is so similar to what we're going through right now. And it's understandable why the disciples would be fearful, fearful of the Jewish leaders and, and the authorities. Remember, they had just seen their Lord executed. He was crucified and killed just a couple of days earlier. And surely they, they must have wondered if they 
had a similar fate awaiting them. And now his tomb uh, is empty, and, and the Jewish leaders, these same Jewish authorities, uh, have begun to spread a rumor that these disciples had, had taken Jesus' body from the tomb. And so they're anxious, they're uncertain, they're, they're afraid, they're fearing for, for their very lives. And it's, it's this context into which Jesus enters their, their close quarters. And he says, peace, peace be with you. I've been thinking a lot about peace over these past few weeks, uh, in large part because I've been searching for peace myself. And I know that a lot of you have too. Jesus talks about peace here, but Jesus actually speaks about peace a good bit to his disciples. If we go back just a short while before today's scripture, we see Jesus talking to his disciples about peace in some of his final moments with them before his crucifixion. He says to them, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, but I do not give to you as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. And then he goes on and says, I've said this to you so that in me you may have peace. He says, in the world you will face persecution, but take courage. I have conquered the world. So now, here it is, just a few days later, and indeed, Jesus has, has conquered the world. He has conquered death. He's overcome it. And he comes back to the disciples, and the very words he left them with a few days earlier are the same ones he, he greets them with. Peace. Peace be with you. And then John says that he, he shows them his, the marks on his hands and in his side. And then he says again, peace be with you. And then he shows up again a week later when Thomas is there. And he says another time, peace be with you. Shalom. Jesus clearly wants his disciples to know the shalom of God. Particularly at a time when they are going through anxiety and experiencing fear and uncertainty in their lives. Shalom. Shalom for, for Jewish people meant more than maybe what we might think of as peace. It was more than just the absence of, of conflict or war. Shalom for the Jewish people was a sense of wholeness. It was completion. Shalom was, was a feeling of safety and, and security in, in mind, in spirit. Shalom is being at one with God. And, and this is what Jesus breathes on his disciples. And he says, he says, receive this. Receive the Holy Spirit. And this is my prayer for, for his disciples today. This is my hope for the disciples of Christ in 2020, that, that we can feel his breath on us bringing us shalom at a time when so many of us are uncertain and we're anxious and we're afraid about, about what's happening, about what the future holds. And in my conversations with a lot of you over the past three or four weeks, it seems like that is the very thing that, that's bringing us a lot of anxiety. It's, it's because we don't know what the future holds. 
Will we be safe? Will our loved ones stay healthy? Will we have jobs? Will we be able to support ourselves? Will we support our family? How long will this quarantine last? We don't know the answers to these questions. This pandemic has forced us to face this reality that we're not in control. And so many of us are used to being in control. In fact, a lot of us are successful today because we are the type of people who take control of situations, but not now. Now we're not in control. There are things we can control, of course. We can control not leaving our homes. We can control keeping distance from people. We can control washing our hands, but so much of the situation we find ourselves in right now is out of our control. And this loss of control is what brings so many of us anxiety and fear. And it's into this situation that Jesus speaks and he says, peace, peace be with you. Jesus wants so badly for you and for me to know his peace right now, to know his love has, has overcome, it's conquered the world, including anything the world is trying to threaten us with. I give you my peace, he says. I do not give to you as the world gives. And that, that's, that's a critical point. You know, fear and anxiety have become so pervasive, so invasive among us. That's what the world is giving us right now. But Jesus gives us something different. Jesus gives peace. Jesus longs to enter our, our shut up, our, our closed in, our quarantine lives and, and to breathe peace into our chaos right now. This is what I'd love you to do. I would love it if you could, could go outside be, be wise about this when you go outside. Of course, keep your safe distance from people, but I would love for you to go outside. We are actually taping this outside today for this very reason. This is why you hear the noises that you hear around you today. I would love for you to go outside if you're able. And when you go outside, feel the wind, feel the breeze hitting your body, feel it touching your skin. And when you feel that breeze, think about the opening words of the Bible, the words of Genesis chapter 1, and how it says that the breath of God, the wind of God, swept across the chaos and the darkness and brought forth light and life. And then fast forward a little bit to John's gospel, the very author of, of our own scripture today, and how he said in his first chapter that, that God, that Jesus was there with God at the beginning of creation. And that, and that Jesus was with God and that he is God. And think about when you feel that, that breeze blowing on your skin, that that is the breath of Christ blowing his peace into your life. Your life that may feel riddled right now with, with fear and anxiety. And then think, what if you made that a daily practice, going outside and feeling that that breeze. Not just a daily practice, maybe even maybe if you did that a few days, a few times a day. What if you 
did that in the morning and lunchtime in the afternoon and, and just went outside, pausing to, to breathe out the anxiety and, and to breathe in the peace of Christ. How might that change your perspective? How might that rewire your life right now? You know, we may feel uh, out of control. We may feel closed in right now, but that doesn't have to define us. I learned something this week as I was, as I was reading and studying the scripture from, from John's gospel, which I love. This is a passage I have read every single year for the last 25 years, and I learned something new, which is a great thing. As I was studying it, uh, I learned that, uh, you know, John says that, that the disciples had closed themselves, had locked themselves in, in their house. And, and, and the, the Greek word for, for closed or locked is, is this word kleo. I'm no Greek scholar by any, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But when I heard this word kleo, it reminded me of another Greek word that I know and a word you might be familiar with, ecclesia. Ecclesia is a word that we use for church. Well, ecclesia actually literally translated means called out. We might even say not closed. So Cleo and Ecclesia are sort of opposite of each other. In other words, even though you and I are closed in our homes right now, Jesus is longing to breathe his peace on us, his church. And he calls us out of our fear and our anxiety that we're feeling. Let him do that for you today. Let Christ breathe his peace into your life. Breathe on us. Breathe on us, breath of God.